That is right. This is the Galactic Coast Power Hour, and we are coming to you live from the ACU of Texas studio on the top floor of the historic Gemini building, just down the street from the home of human spaceflight. My name is John Ennis, and I'm joined by my brother and brew, Muddy Mike Taylor. Yo, yo. And our sister and brew, Sylvia Benvenides, is not here. She's enjoying some live music up close and personal the way it should be enjoyed. Absolutely. But enough about us. We're joined in studio by Jordan Davlin, owner and certified trainer of Jet Surf Houston. Hey, thanks for joining us. Hey, Welcome, John. Jordan. Glad to be here. And that's right, Jet Surf. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, this uh, Friday morning, I'm out on a media boat covering the Texas Outlaw Challenge, uh, you know, uh, shooting the National Shootout Championships and the qualifying rounds of the IOGP Formula One races. And boom, there's this dude surfing Clear Lake. And you're thinking, how do you surf Clear Lake? There's no waves. No, this guy was on a motorized surfboard surfing the lake. That's right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a motorized surfboard. It's a lot of fun. We were so lucky to get out there at the Texas Outlaw Challenge and do a demo, so I'm really glad you got to see it on the water. No, it's really, I mean, the people in our boat were impressed. At least two of the ladies were instantly uh, texting their husbands that they want one. So uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was really impressive. And, uh, you know, I, I thought to myself, man, I need to get this guy on the show because this is I've never seen anything like this before. And I, I've been digging deep and I guess it's been around a little while but it's actually new to the states is that correct yeah yeah so I'm glad to be here and tell people about it uh it's been around six or seven years internationally but it's very new to the U.S. they kind of saved this to be their last big market they knew they were going to dominate the globe and this was going to be huge here so they wanted to make sure and have everything in order um you know before they came here and established Right, and I was doing some research. I mean, they're big in Europe, big in Asia, big in Australia. Absolutely. So the number one dealer in the world right now is actually South Korea. So to put it in perspective, they are popular all over. Wow. Anywhere there's water, um, popular destination, tourist areas, um, you know, anywhere you really have water, you can drop the thing in almost anywhere. Do not need waves. So so what powers this thing? Uh, it's a two-stroke motor, uh, gas-powered, 50-to-1 ratio mix. You're going to want to put a, a really nice uh, 93 or up octane uh, gas in it with a full synthetic oil mix. Okay, so let's let's break that down for the normal guy. Yeah, right? ab- yeah, absolutely. So, uh, well, first we'll, we'll go into kind of the board a little bit, and then we can talk more about the mechanics. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah. So on the parts of the board, it's basically a mono hole, and it's a uh, completely carbon fiber. Okay, it, so it's a single, it's a single structure itself. Yeah. The hull so yeah, it's is, is a molded cast mold. Yeah, casted carbon fiber mold. Carbon everything fiber, all boom. cut out of one, one piece. One structure. Yeah, absolutely. Nice, yeah. Nice. It has an electric starter. It's water cooled and it's it's jet propelled so it's a it's a jet propulsion system um you know some of the parts of the board it has a a common engine shutoff key or kill switch like a jet ski so if you fall off absolutely so your board's not gonna you know run across the lake or or hurt somebody right right? you can you can swim back up to it and get back on um it you know it has uh you know there's not a lot of parts you know to this thing um it's really cool they tried to keep it light uh, you know, with the carbon fiber and trying to keep a lot of the parts down. I was impressed with how light it was. Both Mike and I took turns picking it up and everything. I mean, this is something that literally one person could carry. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And how, how fast uh, how fast does it get up So to? there's four different models, and it's definitely a sport. So they're definitely racing these things. Uh, it's definitely a high-performance toy. They put a lot of engineering into this. Uh, they pack a lot of punch in the motor. Uh, the, the slowest model, which isn't that slow, goes 32 miles an hour, and the fastest model goes uh, goes 42 miles an hour. Wow! Yeah, so anywhere from 32 to 42 so on the, the water. So the racers are pushing the. Uh... Yeah, they're they're going to be riding the uh, race titanium model, which goes about 42 miles an hour. Is this something you can tweak? Do you tweak these? You know, right now, uh, they're, they're not doing a lot of that stuff. They, right, they, right. They pretty much this, figured this, everything out at the factory. This seems like a pretty pretty high-tech yeah. high tech setup that's already going on here. Every so. year, uh, the company's been really good about uh, trying to always be, um, you know, coming up with new things and correcting some of the problems with the newer models. So this year, with the factory GP, the 2018 model, they, they've come out with a lot of new features. Uh, well, I have to tell you, I'm impressed when I saw it when you carried it in. And you put it on that stand, and you open the you open the port there to show what's going right, on there yeah. for the engine. <laughs> I was very, very impressed. That is a that is an awesome-looking machine. This has been in the water as well, correct? Absolutely, yeah. So this is not like some new showroom piece. This is something that you've been using, right? No, this board actually has been used in the water. But it's crazy. The carbon fiber in the engine is so clean that you wouldn't really be able to tell, right? It is. It is so clean. I was, I was, I was thinking this was... Something you just took out of the box and brought up here. I really did. <laughs> That's how we like to keep them, you know, well maintained. <laughs> right, right, right. So what? 
Okay, so let, we can get to the to the whole maintenance of the thing first. But sure, later, yeah. Later, but so how how long is this thing? Uh, it's about six foot tall. It's about six foot. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it's about six foot tall. Um, a little bit thicker than than you know your average surfboard. A little bit wider than some, but but not much wider. So you're going forty two miles an hour on this if it's <laughs> the top right. Absolutely, right. <laughs> yeah. So. You're, you're passing a lot of the boats and, and keeping up with a lot of the a lot of the jet skis and wave runners on the water. So, licenses? Do you have to have a license to drive this? What's the what's the? Uh, you don't have to have a license, um, but there are some rules with Texas Parks and Wildlife and boater safety. They came out with some new rules a few years ago. If you're born after September 1st, 1993, you are required to get a boater's license or do a boater safety course to ride up PWC, a personal watercraft. That's the classification they're putting in, these into. Even though it's its own thing and it's a motorized surfboard, the state's considering it, you know, a, a powered, you know, uh, like I said, kind of like a jet ski. Uh, it's P- kind of ahead of the whole classification a structure, PWC. right? I mean, it's, it's you so know, cutting edge, they don't even know where to classify it. Right. At first, I thought when I looked at the specs and I, I looked at everything that was going on, I expected you to unveil this, and if it was a, something that had been done in the water, to have a license number right there at the bottom. Right, For yeah. Texas... TX, you know. Right, yeah, they're, they're actually working on, on that as we speak, yeah. um, you know, trying to get that in Personal order. Personal surfboard 0001. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's still so Bitches. new. It's so powered, new state. Powered personal surfboard. Right, so powered PP, personal yeah, yeah. PP, PPSB. Is that a PPSB license level? <laughs> and I was impressed with uh, when I saw you uh, Friday and then also on Sunday, you did a demonstration right before the finals of the IOGP uh, yeah. win race. I mean, you were getting air. I mean, you were, you were, you know, you were getting air and carving. Dude, he's going 42 miles an hour on this thing as he's going through Clear Lake. If he hits something, he's going to be airborne. Yeah, the cool thing about these is they're so light and you have enough power behind them that you can hit a wave or a wake and you can get some nice air. There's guys that are, you know, big wave surfers, um, you know, pro jet ski riders that are, that are doing, you know, incredible stuff with these things. You're getting big air. Awesome. Doing tricks, 360s, uh, all sorts of cool stuff. So the thing that we, we had discussed earlier, the thing that pulled you in was, of course, skateboarding, right? To yeah, keep that absolutely. Balance, keeping that balance, right? So how hard is that for a novice to do, to, to get on this and feel the balance and really enjoy riding it? You know, I think anybody can come out and ride a jet surfboard with the proper training. Uh, you know, there, there are some people that are a little bit more coordinated than others and more balanced and they might, you know, catch on a little bit easier. Uh, they might have, you know, a, a better time on their first lesson. It can be a bit of a learning curve, but I think after a 30 minute lesson, uh, you know, you can definitely get up and, and really enjoy this thing. Cool. And take the bunny slopes on and uh, Absolute, absolutely. test your own boundaries as you go on. Huh? Yeah. And as you ride it, it doesn't take but four or five sessions to really start learning how to carve and starting to, you know, get those jumps in. Nice, and really. I'm noticing you're, your shirt says Jet Surf Houston Academy. So uh, you're, you're literally uh, putting an academy here in Houston. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that and where it's going to be located? Yeah, time. absolutely. So we'll be uh, having the academy and the official factory uh, shop out of the Endeavor Marina on Clear Lake. Nice. Um, Wait, and y'all, have a, y'all are going to have a factory shop at the Endeavor Marina? Yeah, we'll do parts and service out of there, uh, and we'll do we'll have a full by, sales uh, showroom. See Sam's Boats? Yeah, yeah, yeah Sam's and Boat. And, yeah, the, 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 the boat launch, the... Endeavor Marina, Marina yeah. is Absolutely. right there yeah. with the big forklift. Nice. Right there. So luckily I've got a pier and a, and a platform that we're going to be launching off of. So it's great that we have water access. And what the uh, a big part of this business is learning how to use this board. You know, it's it's fun for, for almost anybody, but it's not something you can just hop on without, you know, the proper training. So the academy is a, a big part of the business. And what that provides is, you know, classes, group lessons, one-on-one training, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Plus so, a, a group level environment of people that are all absolutely. trying to help you come absolutely. up and, and help the newbies. and Yeah, yeah, because we want everybody to be able to get, going, right? I mean, get out there and ride. Yeah. Or I guess Grom, if it's... Is it still Grom? And <laughs> I'm is not that sure. what it is? <laughs> so, how many academies? How many uh, jet surf academies are there 
in the country in America. I mean, so right now there, there's only four. There's uh, Miami, New York. Well, there's there's more than four. We're all just slowly getting up off the ground. There, there's I guess about seven, but they're not all officially open. Uh, kind of like myself, which will be open in the next week or so. Uh, but Miami wow. and New York, uh, you've got Orlando. Um, you've got Tampa, Austin, um, and I think there's one other one I am leaving out. And then uh, we'll be the only one here in Houston. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. So I'm excited to, to yeah, be, you know, launching in the greater Houston area. And, you know, we're trying to draw on everything. You know, Clear Lake's going to be our, our main office, uh, but we're going to be down in Galveston. Uh, we're going to be up in Lake Houston, Lake Conroe. So we're, we're trying to Exciting support. Exciting time to be in Clear Lake, man. Oh, absolutely. Right. Is, yeah. I think Clear Lake and, and Mud Lake are probably the two most perfect places for a little personalized watercraft oh, it, it, like this. It really is. Yeah. Me being from this area and just knowing how cool Clear Lake is, this right, is definitely right. where I wanted to launch the, the company. The traffic is about right. The boats are not too big and they move slow. There's absolutely. Your occasional someone going to Nassau Bay that's speeding through the deal but you know pretty much everybody's cool so right yeah it's the perfect lake for it do you jump other boats wake yeah no uh, technically Co no Co <laughs> <laughs> on the record no <laughs> uh, so yeah so we got we got back in the day when there was these little these little boats these little have you ever seen them they're little personalized boats where just one person fits in oh, okay and you drive it like a boat it's got a little bitty mercury motor outboard motor on wow. it, right and it slips on the back and you man you could jump wake out and clear like nice. they rented them over by where the jet skis were but these you could just sit back in and yeah the coast guard didn't like us doing that yeah they, they pretty much put a put an end to it as soon as they saw the whole thing going down and there was there was like <laughs> six little boats cruising around if we you got all, somebody you're working with that you know six teenagers going crazy on wake you know absolutely if you've got someone you're working with in a boat you can definitely use their wake if that if they're trying to create it for you but just jumping random boat wakes that's yeah. you know pretty careless lot. right pretty yeah careless, absolutely so. So safety is a large part. Is that is Big that, time. that is covered in the academy as well? Yeah, right? absolutely. Situational yeah. awareness. And, so uh, when you come into the store for the first time, we're, we're gonna yeah break all that down for you. You know, show you the board, how to use it, the safety. You know, um, and that's that's part of you know we, we can also certify you when you come in for your first lesson to make sure that yeah you know everything about the board and, and you have been briefed on the safety issues. And you mentioned it's going to be it's a showroom, but also you're going to be renting people. You know, I mean, you're going to be selling boards, but you'll, people will be able to take lessons. And oh no they, way! You'll yeah. be able to rent a board out of your store. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, we definitely want people to be able to, to try it, and people that can't afford to maybe purchase one. Oh, that is. We can awesome. definitely have them come out there. This is an experience, you know, something that you know people can come and do one time or, or many times without having to, to buy the product. So we'd love to have people come try the boards out on the our rental, rental side, and also, like I said, we do the lessons the training that's all attached to the rentals you know sure, once sure. you've been trained and you've had some lessons you know you can definitely just take a board out but well until me then, looking at you know, this right now it looks like you're going to make sure that person's going to return with this safely oh this absolutely looks like a, this looks like a fine-tuned machine right <laughs> absolutely <here. laughs> yeah people go 42 miles an hour on this thing they're really state-of-the-art <laughs> the company uh spared no expense on uh machining these things in their factory is uh it's really nice so they they've put a lot into it and I was doing some research online. First of all, if anybody, you know, listening out there, I mean, definitely look up uh, Jet Surf, you know, Jet some of the surf, videos. Absolutely. I mean, there's uh, YouTube videos that will blow your mind. I mean, it's and, – and they're all uh, well, well, well shot in exotic locations like Dubai and Shanghai and everything. It's really, you know, and uh, – very attractive people riding them. You know, it's, they've, they've got a good marketing uh, branch behind uh, the I, I Definitely. I think it breaks down to, really, you've got a base model – if you get a base model 90 cc engine that you can crank up and ride on water and go like 32 miles an hour at the base model right 30, absolutely 32 miles an hour right without wind waves or a boat having to pull without you. wind waves or a boat you're self-propelled absolutely so, so i'm curious what how's the throttle is it like a button do you do dial a wheel or right how do you, so how do you do the throttle? in your hand you you hold a, a control handle and it has a throttle trigger and that's a uh, part of uh, what helps you balance okay, on the board okay. is holding that like as a, well as a, how a you power the board variable speed trigger right yeah so yeah so that's going to be how you power the board just like a drill like a power drill that's if you're right running a that, power drill with a variable speed that's right 
Nice. And then uh, it's attached to the throttle cable cord, which is adjustable for different height. Right, you know, if you're a certain height, uh, short people, tall people, certain arm lengths, we can adjust that uh, to its to where it's comfortable for you when you ride. So I know it's a carburetor, but y'all list a microprocessor in your specs. So. You're using micro control with your with your trigger hand, right? Right. So yeah, there's a uh, an ICU that's connected uh, to the starter, which allows you to to start up every time the engine kills in the water. Wow. Yeah. So it's sensing if when you kill the engine. Or? Yeah. As soon as you fall off, the engine dies, and then it restarts and and everything when you put the uh, the kill switch back in. Chip bam. Yeah. That's right. And then yeah, you're, you're good the, to go. Uh, if we're looking at the deal, it's the uh, the blue and red. Yes. Cable, that's your uh, that's your lifeline, correct? Yes, sir. Nice. So you reset that and you're good to go. Yep, absolutely. Dead gum. So it goes immediately to idle when you start it up. Yeah, right? so that's the thing. You got to hold on tight when you start this thing. Uh, that's part of the class or, you know, the safety when we, when we first get you on there. You got to hold on tight and get ready. As soon as you plug in the, the cord, it, it's going to go. So you got to be ready to hold on. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? No <laughs> yeah, way. The board, the board's dumped out of a few people's hands. So, you, you gotta, yeah, you got you to gotta hold on. There's no, like, no, there's it, no idle speed. Yeah, it, it's pretty much go. Yeah, it, it's a race board. So they're, they're all about, you know, the the speed of it so as soon as you plug it in you're going five miles an hour i don't know about five but you're definitely going, you're going uh, from from stopped in the water to it's, you it's know going right absolutely going. because this thing is meant to hold a is there a weight barrier for this so guy what's the weight what's there, the weight? there is a weight limit on it they had to put one on there and it's 220 but there are guys even pros that are heavier than that that are riding you know right, right. 240 i would say is, is right there uh, there's guys doing it that are experienced you just have to really stay on the sure. throttle to sure. keep the board going Afloat. yeah you and know going. absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. but uh they had to put a number on it 220 but i think that um you know 225 230 is safe sure sure you know interesting okay. interesting so is there a low weight limit on this thing no actually uh the lighter the better it just comes down to you can't ride it if you're under 13 but uh um, right, yeah right. honestly so the, the 230 guy is gonna go 25 miles an hour it's not gonna affect that. your speed um you know so much i don't i don't think it's just that just to keep it it's easier to get up uh yeah, someone yeah. that like a girl that weighs 90 pounds is gonna be able to get up easier than a guy that weighs 235 sure, sure. you know so Sure. So it's 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 trying to create a plane, right? I mean, Absolutely. Isn't that, isn't that what the you're trying to create yeah, it the wants, plane and glide across? It wants to water. level out. I mean, it's it's great for jumping out of the water and carving, but yeah, whenever you're just trying to go fast, it's going to level out. And, so and even plane. if you're heavy, if you know how to keep your balance and really get in into your core, you can you can skim the water and make some make some. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This thing is impressive, dude. Yeah, this they're, is really they're, impressive, man. It has been uh, nothing but fun since since I got started. Um, every you know when I'm on the water, it just impresses me more and more each time. So wow, we've been getting wow, such wow. a great reaction. Um, just the whole excitement, um, you know, like John was saying, with the sports side um, and just that you know. I so mean, so how do you start it? Do you start out like just? Hold, you know, you ever kneeboarded where you hold the thing? Right. Is it kind of the same where you kind of hold it and you let it get your deal and you jump up? Or so you can start from one foot in a, a low water area like a beach entry, right? Right. Um, right. But that's a little bit difficult at first. That's sure, not going to sure. be that's something skill right that there, uh, you got to control that. that right. Drop yeah. On the back. But if you don't have a, a point like that or somewhere like that, you're going to drop off of a dock or something, and uh, it's going to be a little bit deeper. So you basically are going to start the board and get on your stomach, and then you start riding around on your stomach oh, and okay. that's how we teach like people surfing. yeah and then you, so and then you pop up you do a little bodyboarding you, yeah. you get used to the throttle okay. and the power of it and then you go to your knees and then from one knee you bam, put one bam. foot in and then you just stand up but uh you definitely start on your stomach Oh, cool, man. Cool. Yeah, okay. Just like surfing. You yeah, start, absolutely. Then you pop up and That's the same theory. So if you can pop up on a surfboard, you can pop up on one of these, you think? Or? I would say that surfers are, are going to have an easier time with it. Right, right, right. right. How about yeah. skateboarders? <laughs> skateboarders going to have an easier time with well, it? Well, I come from that skateboarding background. and uh, you, you fell know, into it pretty Yeah, quickly, you know, really quickly. So I think that anybody that's done board sports, if you've wakeboarded, if you've surfed, if you've skateboarded, you know, I think that uh, well, you, you you're going to do well. You said you've also snowboarded, right? Because I have done some a, snowboarding. That's an edge sport. That is very different. Well, it's kind of different from surfing, but... You can it's catch your edge on the water too, though. But uh, but yeah, I would say it's kind of like snowboarding, you know, definitely. Right, because um, you're on that that plane, right? Trying yeah, to it's stay a little different everything. since with surfing and, and snowboarding, you know, nothing's powering you. You know, you're just you're just going down. So well, the the, the, the mountain or the slope, right? Is powering exactly. You. You so 
you do have control by movement, but not in the, in the exactly. palm of your hand. So like, since like you, you have here. the throttle here, it is a little bit different. And some guys have said, uh, you know, you pretty much know if you're regular or goofy footed, but some guys are saying that it's more about uh, the hand dominance, you know, which hand you put the throttle in. And so that's, uh, you know, most people are going nice, to be goofy nice. or regular, but some people are able to switch because they like the throttle in a certain hand, and it'll switch their footing. You know what's funny is, yes, I am uh, goofy-footed on a skateboard, goofy-footed on uh, surfboarding. Let's be but, real, man. You're just goofy. But when, yeah, <laughs> but when I went to the snowboard, when I snowboarded, I only did it one time, but uh, my buddy Carl that I was telling you about before, the, okay. he was a professional skateboarder, he gave me like this beautiful primer about the edges and how the right. edges and everything worked and when i went dude i just fell in love with it and i found that it didn't bother me which direction i was facing because i understood where that edge was right and i didn't have to stop and power myself like you would on a skateboard you know that's what i think that's what made my dominant leg the way it was just right the power in my leg you know my left seems to be able to yeah, some guys, they definitely uh, stay with how their footing is, but some guys are switching and kind of seeing which one's easier for them on this particular product. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about the whole uh, competitive side of things. There's the, actually a Motor Surf World Cup, and actually they've got an event coming up in the July in Shanghai. So we're going to talk about that, and then also some plans for some, some maybe some uh, competitive uh, jet surf action on Clear Lake. Woo. Absolutely. All right. That is right. We're back with the Galactic Coast Power Hour, and we're talking motorized surfboards. With Jordan Davlin. The owner of Jet Surf Houston. Wow. What a machine you have placed behind us. Now, you have teased us, but haven't given us any other information about a competitive sport using this most powerful machine that's back here. Tell us a little more about the competitive side of going 40 miles an hour in the water on a personal craft. <laughs> Absolutely. So Martin Sula, the uh, the founder of the company, he comes from a racing background. He uh, he started building engines for Formula One race cars and motorcycles back in the 90s, in 1994. So he's stretched across continents when it comes to, to racing motors and things like that. He, he took that knowledge and, and he put it into this board. And so immediately uh, people pick, you know, picked it up on the whole racing side. So just the whole performance end of it, they wanted to race these things. They wanted them to go faster. They wanted to compete. So it didn't take very long for someone to get involved in that. So that's when they came out with the MotoSurf World Cup. And they decided to have an organization that was in charge of all that. And that particular organization is the FIDSM. And it stands for the Feder uh, International Federation of Motorized Surfboards, uh, and it's out of Switzerland. So they're the ones that um, that are in charge of all this, and they do it with the Moto Surf World Cup. But yeah, they, they travel across different continents, different countries. Um, like I said, it's it's big international, so guys race from all over the world. Um, a lot of guys out of the Czech Republic because that's where this thing started. So those are a lot of the pro racers and stuff, but there's definitely pros all over. They uh, just did a race down in Mexico last year, and there was a couple guys here from Texas that raced. And so uh, it, it's really neat just that people are, are picking up the sport side of it and, um, you know, just, uh, yeah. So what, what would be the proper nomenclature to describe someone – riding a personal watercraft such as this um you mean like a pro what would if i was cruising what would you call me a motorized surf rider a competitive just, jet surfer maybe? yeah jet I, would, surfer. I would say just uh yeah competitive jet boarder um or yeah a jet surf jet pro. boarder jeff surfer yeah it's motorized surfer. surfboard or a jet board is what they're calling it um so in the industry the moto surf world cup they refer to it as a jet board race but jet surf is just the dominating board in the industry I so like everybody board. Uh, that races for the MotoSurf World Cup races on a jet surfboard at the moment. Yeah, because it looked like uh, from some of the research I was doing, we're talking like 86, 90% market share. I mean, Jet Surf is definitely like the dominant brand in the whole motorized surfboard space. Absolutely. They were the first ones. They created it, and they continue to innovate it. So they are just dominating the market. So someone – so what happens? Someone comes down there. They rent one of these things. They get the bug, and they just go hog wild, and they start, they start racing because – it's six or seven years old and you've already got people jones in now i've i've ridden a mountain i've ridden surf and i've ridden the street and it is infectious and i can see how it's very addicting and and i think i think you nailed it they come out they ride a few times they start getting good at it they really enjoy it their friends you know enjoy it they start riding together before you know it they want to buy a board and once you buy your own board you can really start dialing in your technique and getting on the water the water more 
And uh, yeah, at that point, you know, I mean, a lot of these guys just want to start racing, you know, they uh, because it's such a new sport. Um, you can still kind of get into the industry, um, you know, without it's not dominated by pros that you can't compete with. You know what I mean? Like right. there's still room for growth in the race inside. So guys uh, that have only been doing this for a year or two are already competing internationally. Traveling the world competing. Absolutely. And we were kind of we were looking at the schedule uh, before, during the break. Uh, you know, they just had one in the, just had a Motor Surf World Cup event in the UK. The next one's in Shanghai, China. Then they've got one in South Korea. Then they've got one coming up in uh, Florida. Yeah, so I'm super excited about the one in Naples. They did one last year for the first time, and it was a huge hit. They had a great turnout down there. Florida is the first place that had these boards in the U.S. Uh, you know, the, the CEO in the U.S., the U.S. importer is out of Miami. And so he's uh, he's been pushing the boards there for the last year and a half or so. And uh, they had a great turnout. They're really excited for this year. I'm going to try to get out there. Uh, I won't be competing, uh, but I just want to go check out the event, you know, and meet some of those guys that have come from all over the world to race. And from what I could tell online, it looks like it's quite a party too, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you know, picture a uh, NASCAR in a way where when you race, you know, they, they pop the champagne and you know they have got they've got some girls there. There's and, a uh, lot of mental you know, so and physical effort that goes on that deserves a party. And there's, there's absolutely <laughs> there is un uh, you know festered. they they celebrate like it like it's a real race. You know, so, there's still uh, energy left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, especially <laughs> with the spoils of war. So these guys uh, they've got the endurance though. They ride so much. You know, excellent. So I'm checking out your machine over here, and w so we have a was that almost a two gallon, almost three gallon tank? Is no, it's actually is? it's actually less than a gallon tank. Um, so for gas, yes, yeah. You put the mix in there, uh, pre mixed. You know, you can mix it yourself, but uh, right, right. Yeah, you just put it in with uh, you know any type of gas tank. It's very simple, or you can take it out. It's very simple to remove the gas tank. Another big thing about these is you can travel with them. So you remove the gas this tank. This looks totally travelable. There's a bag that comes with it, and you can literally put it on a plane. American Airlines, hundred fifty dollars under the plane. You can take it anywhere in the world. Wow. You put it in a bag you carry it on your back um wow. like i said you take the gas tank out and clean it out uh you know to make the airport security and everybody happy which is completely legal wow and uh you're just able to fill it when you go to your absolutely and right? so you can travel with them so the oh, gas man, tank is crazy. is removable for that reason wow dude so okay you can rent these at your shop that opens in about a week right you absolutely can rent these and go out so what is the optimal time for someone who's never ridden this for their core strength to be able to adapt to something like this? Okay, yeah, so you're definitely going to want to eat before you come out. It's one of those things that, uh, you know, you, you want to eat some food before you come. It's definitely an extreme water sport, you know, so it, it's not... Uh, yeah, it's it's a fast activity. It'll take the energy out of you. Super fun, but but not super easy your first time. Sure, sure. Um, you know the the optimal time to ride is in the morning when it's smoother water. Well, now I, I love but. I love riding in in any type of condition because I like to, to hit the, the chop or the waves. Afternoon, hit the chop. Yeah, yeah I mean, but catch some air, when you're some... a new rider and you're trying to learn how to get up on the board, it helps when you don't have the waves kind of moving you around. And once you get up, you know you can go into some some. Uh, you know bigger water but um you know it's 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 better on the smoother water when you're first getting started so how long can someone be on it the first time they're on it yeah I mean, so we're gonna do 30 minute and hour long rentals and we'll have even stuff longer than that but the average right, right. person is gonna do a 30 minute or an hour long lesson or, or initial rental and uh, the 30 minute sessions are gonna go for 79.99 and the hour long session will be 149.99 um and um yeah, so they, they just come out, they pay that, we, you know, we give them a quick class, we take them out on the water, we train them, we give them a certification, you know, that they've been trained on how to ride, you know. And, Are there different uh, levels of certification? Or no, no, level, yeah, it's just level? that, you know, that they've been, uh, that I went through the safety brief with them and trained them on the board, um, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah, and, and so how long can they be on it? Um, so it, it, it's, you know, we're going to do the 30-minute or the hour-long rentals, but it'll last longer than an hour. On the dyno full throttle, uh, the gas tank will last 40 minutes. Uh, the pros can burn up a gas tank in 50 minutes or so. Um, I usually can make it last an hour or longer. Any new rider or novice beginner, they're going to be tired or they're going to come back with gas still in their That's fuel tank. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking so, a newbie rider maybe lasts 20, 25 minutes on they, something they could, like this. They could be out there for two hours. You've and, got to 
still have some you've gas. You've got to build up your strength on this. Absolutely. This is something new, right? Yeah. yeah, and as you get more comfortable, you know, you'll start to use the throttle more, and you know, you'll be instead of going fast sometimes, you'll be going fast all the time, and that right, that brings right, up the right. gas a lot more. Plus, you're on the board constantly. When you're when you're in the beginning, you fall off a few times. When you're falling off, the board's not running. So every time they're not on the board, they're not burning fuel. Right, right. You know, when I'm out there, I tend to not fall off unless I'm doing a jump or something. So I, I, you know, it doesn't last as long. You got to get risky if you're out there. Yeah. I mean, oh, absolutely. Know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I would. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm going to try to jump something. That's that's the funnest probably part. Probably within ten minutes of me wobbling around, I'll try and jump something, even though I probably and, don't. And have that's my what feet that's bad. what guys are doing. I tell them start on your stomach, and they just want to straight stand <laughs> up. And then they're like, oh, that's hard, actually. And I'm like, yeah. yep. <laughs> but you're right. You want to start hitting the jumps right into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Now, we talked about the uh, the Motor Surf World Cup, but you, you're actually thinking about bringing at least some kind of inner competition to uh, to the Clear Lake area, you know, eventually, right? Kind of get a team started or yeah. some kind of, uh, something Ooh, like the Wednesday cool. night sailboat races, you know, some kind of maybe uh, at least... Uh, some semi like the old uh, BMX, BMX tracks used to do, right? Yeah. Where they, you get in, you get in a league, and you uh, start racing. On the, dude, I could see that happening with these. That's exactly right, John. Because there's there's so much on the race side of this, it being a sport and everything, I'm definitely looking to build a race team down here. We're going to have a club here in Houston for all the people that buy boards or want to come hang out. We're definitely going to do some events over this summer and next summer where people can group up and hang out. And uh, and stuff like that. Um, so, what was, what was the other part of the question? Uh, I think I think you just answered it. Yeah. Just. How would the race be set up by buoys? Would you would you set buoys? Yeah, we would have buoys? Uh, buoys or flags in the water. And yeah, Clear we, Lake's not that deep, so it's not like it's hard to moor a buoy. But right, yeah, we would try to do some type of exhibition race with like some local, you know, Texas people or people in the area, and just get them on the water, kind of do some little competition stuff. And eventually, like I said, I'd like to you know take some of those people and, and you know build a team, sponsor some riders, and eventually maybe have a, a Moto Surf World Cup here in Houston. Um, at the Texas Outlaw Challenge, we did the demo at. Uh, we're trying to work with him next year to have a race and that event. Ooh, so how'd that go? Did you give the right rich people a ride? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so we, we'd like to have a race next year in that event. Right. Definitely. Right. Dude, that's catching my attention right there. That is a finely tuned little machine right it there. It is. Yeah. You know, I'm now, ready to take it out to the water. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Now oh that you mentioned it, Houston should have a motor surf world cup. Pretty. I mean, we, we oh, need totally. one, right? I mean, Shanghai, uh, you know, uh, UK, I mean, you know, uh, Dubai, all these uh, cities I see on the list. I mean, we need to get on that list. So you absolutely, know, let's, let's, uh, that, that's a good goal to have. I like we're, that. We're that's, gonna have to schedule a uh, that's what I'm working training towards. session with these. Uh, absolutely, with these yeah, yeah. I'd love yeah. to get you guys on the water. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Good uh, lord. Might have to go on a little diet, but yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, I'm right at two thirty, but I but I look I look I look maybe a little. Hey, you can less be that. You can be my test subject. We can I see how you a, do out there. I have pretty good balance. So okay. You know. Yeah. I can I can do the thing. I've like I've skated. I've done all the. Yeah. No. I'm so sure, I know I'm, the center of gravity. Thing, I'm sure you so. do great. The, the, actually, the hardest thing uh, you're talking about balance a lot, and that is big. But really, I would say the hardest thing to learn in this is the throttle. It's either wow. too much gas or not enough gas. Just uh, it's just trigger. finessing the throttle. And you don't want to go whiskey, huh? It's a big part of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you either yeah you either go too fast and it throws you off, or you don't give it enough gas and the board will actually die because when you're not giving it gas, they assume that you're not moving, and when the right. board's not moving, it can take so in, there essentially is, take uh, in water. It's basically a delayed differential, right? It's a it's a differential transmission that's in there. Is that basically what you're saying? I'm not sure. It's about not that. what what I mean is it's not so you know linear right it's yeah. a little right it'll slowly come up to where you're at on the trigger rather than you just being able to slowly right yeah i mean i guess it's a little bit touchy um, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so well, i can see that it can I mean, be it can be a, a little sensitive kind of yeah, yeah, like yeah. a two-stroke like on a motorcycle you know yeah, or, or like exactly. a, a dirt that's bike a, you know you can good, you know yeah. yeah so so do you have any dirt bike experience i don't I, I rode a few times when i was a kid my cousin was really big into it i had a chance to go out with him a few times but no i never rode competitively wow, wow. Yeah. yeah so we've got a couple people on facebook live accusing mike of wanting to show off his hand size I don't know what that means, but you know, <laughs> I don't know what that means either. <laughs> I am I am ready to ride one of these things. I totally am. No, absolutely. Oh my god. You know, we uh, we like to challenge every guest that comes to the show, but I'm not sure we have enough time before uh, before this uh, this break. So I think we're going to continue on and then uh, do the uh, do the uh, surf time during showtime challenge. In the next segment and with then, the Russian Imperial Stout. Segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, so maybe yep. while we're taking it, while we, we'll take a little break here to talk about the beer, 
talk about a couple events coming up here in the area. We've got the uh, 20th anniversary of Boondoggles there in Alago. Ooh, right yeah, there, right yeah, there on the yeah. water, right where Clear Lake meets Taylor Lake. You know, beautiful Ooh, water. The perfect place for uh, one of these jet surfs, man. Exactly. Totally. Fact, I think that's the, the venue where the, where the concept of Pints and Paddles was born <laughs> back in the day. Going to have to be uh, boards and bottles. Boards and bottles. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on that one. <laughs> 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 we'll work on that one. But yeah, Boondoggles, uh, live music. Uh, I think they're they're turning back. Uh, I think major discounts, happy hour all day, and that's on uh, that's uh, Saturday, twentieth anniversary. I remember, uh, you know, I live right there in Alago, and I remember leaving the neighborhood when they're building it, thinking, man, that place. I don't know, man. You can't even see it from Asteroid One. That place probably is not going to make it. Well, obviously, totally. I got that wrong, right? Well, it started off as a brewery as well. Yeah, it started, actually, it started as out as a brew pub. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, that's true. Yeah, those places can be tucked away and still make it somehow, exactly. you know? So you maybe know, starting off with that concept helps out, you know? Yeah, and I, I've kind of learned that, uh, that you know, people, people. I mean, you don't have to be on the main path all the time. People will people will find you, and sometimes being tucked away actually helps, you know? It's, it's a difference to the, the, the law of feng shui is uh, don't be below the road, but they're by water, so it negates that. <laughs> that's if right. you're by I water, so. it negates everything, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I remember we've discussed that many times. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> the funk way of uh, venues and bars yeah, and yeah. pubs and restaurants. Yeah, don't believe be below the road unless you're next to water. <laughs> that, is, that is very true. <laughs> and also on Saturday is the anniversary party of Scotty's Pub. Scotty's on the Bay right there. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Where that was so many different, the Dolce Vino, right? <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah. It started out with Dolce Vino, then it was a couple different. It was a Tapas, 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 or Tapas, something like Tapas, that. Tapas, Tapas, yeah. Then it was a, Claudio's. So we did was... a we did a Scotty's <laughs> adventure there right before they opened or right after they opened, and I, man, I was really impressed with the place. I think we've been back several times. I love the place. I, yeah, I think uh, you yeah. know, they finally got the right place in yep, there. Yep, yeah, I think and, so. And he actually opened up in the middle of that strip center, and then yep, yep. once uh, the, the the place that was at the end there, you know, I guess they kind of changed became... it up a bit. They've got that little view of the water there with a nice patio and a fireplace. Yeah, it's an awesome place. Drinks, friendly wait staff. That's right, and it's the third anniversary. I was thinking, I'm thinking third. two, three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Third, third anniversary yep. of uh, yep. Scotty's Scotty's Pub on the Bay. So that's pretty exciting. So we got that coming up. So we're gonna we're gonna take a break here in a second, and th- uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the beer we're drinking. So Mike, what are you drinking right now? Sierra Nevada Flipside Red IPA. So the gold standard for uh, breweries, Sierra Nevada, California. They've actually built a, another brewery on the East Coast. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I, we've always been a big fan of Sierra Nevada. Actually, I'm right. drinking a Sierra Nevada right now. It's the No Good IPA. We also have the uh, Eleven Below, which I got at Spec Shelves. It's another Houston brewery on Spec Shelves. That's true, and Jordan's you can, uh, Jordan's uh, down in that. Yeah, right yeah now. I'm enjoying this right now. Though, yeah, so it's pretty bueno. good, man. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah, nice. I like it, Amber. Brewed in Houston. Had one a se- yeah. segment or so ago. Nice amber beer, and it's good. And locally available, brewed in Houston and locally available. And I love how there's so many breweries in Houston now. Yeah, I love it. It's amazing how it's exploded. It did oh, explode. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about the Russian Imperial Stouts. I'm going to bring two of them. We have the glasses, right? You got the glasses yeah, we, with we got you. Glasses. We'll, we'll, we're going to uh, pop two Russian Imperial Stouts, and we're also going to get into the the finer points of maybe how to maintain one of these glorious machines. Yeah, yeah. How to generally maintain and move on with this uh, this this thing I'm enamored with over here, this green deadly machine. But a reminder, if you don't want to maintain one, you can just show up over at the uh, Jet Surf Houston Academy, and they, they'll they'll do all the hard work for you. They'll, they'll oh, train you, and they'll put you on the water. Yeah, think, we, we can I, store them, service them. I think I want one. Uh, you know, all, all that. Any, anything you need for your board, you know, training, sales, service, parts, we're going to be able to provide all that for you. Excellent. Wow. We'll be right back. The Galactic Guys. Watch us on Facebook Live and YouTube. And don't forget to tell us how pretty we look. It's what your mother would want. And no one knows your mom like the Galactic Guys. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com. That is right. We are back with the Galactic Coast Power Hour, and we are talking motorized surfboards with Jordan from Jet Surf Houston, which is about to open a brand new showroom. On the North Shore of Clear Lake, right there in Seabrook at the Endeavor Marina, cr- right across the little alleyway from Sam's boat. Okay, Jordan. So, I see this board. You've ridden it out in the ocean, or out in the bay, Clear Lake Bay, at least. 
So what is your what is your general maintenance for something like this? Right, yeah. So they're pretty easy to maintain. You're going to clean them up just like you would uh, a jet ski. Um, soap you, and water on the outside? You don't even need to use soap. So uh, when you take them out, uh, you can take them into brackish water, fresh water, salt water. A lot of guys ride them in salt water, though. We're brackish there in Clear Lake. Yep. But anytime you do have a lot of salt content, you're definitely going to want to clean your boards very well and try to maintain them. You don't want any corrosion, stuff like that, any rust to build up from the so salt water. So does that water. mean popping this top right here and right. washing on the inside? Yeah, so you're going to take the engine compartment lid off and uh, well first what you're going to want to do is rinse the exterior of the board you're going to rinse down the complete exterior you're going to want to spray some water into the uh, the water cooled exhaust port into the back of, of the oh, board reverse yeah reverse feed your, uh, right. your water to get yeah anywhere that, that water is going to go through you're going to want to try to rinse out once you've done that uh, and rinse your entire exterior board um, you're going to want to open the engine compartment and then rinse that out really well you're going to cover up the carburetor with your hand you don't want to get any water Water in sure, there. sure, and that's this little white thing right here. Absolutely. Just gotta cover that up. Yeah, you cover that up with your hand, and then everything else in there is completely water-safe and waterproof. Wow. You're going to want to rinse it out really good everywhere. Yeah, inside and out. Four keep it, maybe, maybe keep it tilted up yeah, so everything four, falls out the bottom? No, or? so it actually has a bilge pump. So what you do is oh, it'll nice. bilge when you're out on the water. If it starts to get any water in it, it'll self-bilge. But when you're cleaning them, you fill it up about an inch or two. You spray in there and fill it up, and then you put your ignition control in and pull it out, and it'll actually bilge that water out. Oh, so you let nice. it bilge out and then you, you fill it up again and spray inside of there you do that four or five times and you've gotten a good rinse that's about nice, all it takes nice. i can usually clean a board in 20 minutes so it's all you completely have to do good is to clean go it with fresh water no soap no nothing yeah Just no soap or water and yeah off and, and then after it. you do that so when you first take them out of the water you're going to want to start them and get some of that water out of there and yeah, then when yeah. you clean them and you've gotten the fresh water all in there you're going to want to start it again before you store it to get that water out of there again after you've cleaned it so so for the propulsion to work there's got to be a water supply. Absolutely, right, yeah. Right, so right. you, you have so, to always have water going through there. So where does it suck water from? From the back of the board uh, towards the back is, is where it pulls it in. So, so you spray water in that port. Yeah, yeah. You're going to want to spray in there really well. Like I said, that's part of when you spray the exterior. Oh, so you just put it on the stand when you clean it. Yeah, you yeah you just put them right on the just stand. The and, stand and that comes yeah, with it. Absolutely, and spray them down, like I said, inside wow. and out. Wow. And this then you just you didn't want to put a little bit of a oil spray on there on the engine, uh, some anti-corrosive stuff just to try to, you know, seal that up. And uh, that helps maintain it and keep some of that salt water off of there. When For you, sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, anything oil is going to keep water away anyway. Right, so. yeah. I use a product called T9. It works really well. It's oh, nice, made by nice. Boeing. So, you know, it, it works well for, for this is kind this of stuff. Your, is this is your personal board or is this belong to the shop? It, it belongs to the shop, yeah. Do I'll, you have a personal board? Not and, at the moment, you know. I'm tricked out beyond belief? That's no, I'm... I'm I'm actually working on that. Uh, I will be getting a race titanium board soon. And uh, like I said, maybe I'll be slapping some numbers on there if I start trying to compete here soon. Right, but uh, right, but right. for now, no, I'm just riding the house boards, you know. So there's a good chance you'll be Houston's first jet board competitor. That yeah, representing it's, the city of Houston. Yeah, as as of right now, I, I think there's there's no one else doing it. We'll see though. You know, there might be guys that uh they pick this up really fast, you know, and uh, start competing, you know, really soon. So we'll see. But there's a guy in Dallas that uh, is competing, and a guy in Austin, and they they have uh, competed in some of the MotoSurf World Cup contests. Oh, nice. Plus, so who was your uh, who was your favorite skater growing up? Oh, you know, Tony goes goes up there, you Tony. know. Tony's yeah, always there, you know, right. classic, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think that's everybody's favorite. Anyone special? Anyone other than that? Nah, nah. Yeah, he's pretty much the top guy. What about yours, Mike? It'd be Tony, but we used to, there was so many, there was so many that were trying to, you know, we, we didn't even hear about a lot of the stuff that was happening in California until well it was after, you Absolutely, know, yeah. coming, coming here to Texas. So it was, it was so late getting on the train with everything. And especially, like I said, my buddy, he was, he was sponsored. So he had the inside into the whole, into the whole thing. And, you know, Chris, Christian Hanoi always had a little special place in my heart. He was a good skater. He was trying to break grounds, but yeah dude tony's like invented so many tricks i'm and, trying to think of some of the the more technical guys names but i can't think of them now uh there was an australian pair of uh brothers oh yeah yeah the uh god what are their names i can't i've uh, seen the documentary a hundred times their, yeah that's their good. names elude me right now but they were like tony's nemesis and they were they were yeah. a pair of brothers who knew they wanted to be pro skaters when they were right just like tony when they were little they just yep. knew 
I think the difference is is Tony's still going. And, right. Uh, and it, uh, isn't that something? And, uh, only one of the two brothers still alive. And yeah. I think they both sampled the spoils of yeah, war too yeah. much. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. All right, so. so since we're talking surfing, although we're talking about motorized jet surfing, but we're, we, every every guest that comes to the show, we kind of we quiz him. And uh, in the first time in the history of the Galacticos Power Hour, we're going to play Surf Time Showtime. So we're going to show you an image, and you have to identify. It's, it's they're all there's a, a surfing <laughs> oh, theme no. behind every image, and you have to identify either the movie. You know, we'll even let you have it if you identify one of the actors. Identify something. And, yeah, identify something. So uh, number one. Point Break. Point Break. Yeah. Right. That's an easy one. Of yeah. course. Yeah. That was <laughs> Bodie. That was Bodie and uh, 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 dude. What was his? I remember the, guy, the other guy. He uh, was an Ohio State quarterback who blew out his knee and worked in law enforcement. Yeah. And yeah. Undercover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. That, uh, but uh, so and, and we tried to make it. You know, we, we've we've had some 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 ugly defeats in the, these challenges with guests in the recent year. You know, okay. Recent, recent shows. So we've tried to maybe make, we, ha- we came with four different games, but we, we right. picked the one that we think the the guests might actually have the best chance at. All right. So this one's uh, it's not the highest resolution photo, but uh. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> think movies. I think I think Steven Spielberg might be involved. I mean, I guess Jurassic Park. Yeah, okay, we'll take that Jurassic World. Okay, I all right. I've seen that one, but uh, I don't remember that scene though. Okay, yeah, I, I think this is. Uh, I think this one was that a pterodactyl. <laughs> oh, jeez, uh, classic, classic, totally uh, classic, classic movie. Uh, I mean, that one, I'm not. Charlie, don't surf, man. What is that? I'm Martin like... Sheen. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Dennis Hopper. Oh, I, you know, I'm th- I, I've got the title. What? Uh, Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse yeah. Now. God, I was like, I can see the, the, the movie cover. All right. <laughs> All right this, this is actually a pretty funny movie. Oh, yes. That oh, was, uh, <laughs> uh, what was that one? That was good. Uh, we can identify any of the, uh, the actors this or is, characters. This or? is made of... Oh, it's it's uh, God, Kristen Bell, I think, was in it. Was the female oh, actor? Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. and, and I, I think wow. she might have been the the, the yep. title character. Female lead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't believe I can't think of this one because it's actually a, a really funny movie. Um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I should have known that one. Oh, I've seen it so many times. All right, they, they get a little more difficult here. Although this one kind of follows on an earlier one. Is. Is that a, the new Point Break Boom. movie? Okay, point I, break. I, you know, I was gonna say, you know, yeah, you should have had the new one on there, but right. I think people would probably know the old one more so. You know. So this one, uh, this one actually is a surfing movie I remember quite a bit when I was, uh, and I'll, I've got two images. I mean, it might be a little before your. I think Mighty Mike might get this one. I'll, I'll, I'll do, go to the next one because that might that might help a little bit. Oh man, is that a? Is that who I think it is in the water? Yeah, I don't know that one. And I want to confirm I got this right. Yeah, but uh, it is North Shore. North Shore. Yeah. That's the one I where think the that was, dude keeps getting beat up. Yeah, and then he had a female lead. Uh, God, yeah, what was her name? She was, uh, oh, God, like I had a, a crush on her big time. She like worked at the, the hotel. There's been several of those that have gone in the same genre. The hotel right. working Hawaiian that falls in love with the Howley. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Howley. I think, yeah. I'm really, all right. So this, uh, this, one, this one might be a little more difficult. I had not heard of this one. Oh, let's get it a little closer. Yeah, let's right, see. Right, yeah, right. let me see if I can. Maybe, maybe it helps. Uh, I'll even give you a hunt. Uh, ooh, a hint. Uh, Helen Hunt. Yeah, ooh, you apparently know, she got a lot of a uh, lot of critical pl- praise for her performance on a surfboard at age fifty-two. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm have no idea what this no, is cool, because cool. it's blue. It's ride. 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 Okay. And that's one of the Wilson brothers. Oh, okay, yeah. And then, uh, okay, so this one, this Luke. Is, was that Luke? Yeah, Wilson? I think. It was, no, no, is it Luke? Yeah, I think it was Luke. All right, the so most this, average this man in the world. Yeah, right. Uh, and I'll run through it pretty quick because some of these are kind of out there. I mean, this is yeah. a teen beach movie. I'm, okay, I'm, actually, we probably that, should give you points for not getting it right. Is that Gidget? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say right. Gidget. Oh, okay. Well, hold on to Mike. Just gave you a potential hint on a future one. All right, so this is uh, this one. Pretty, I thought I thought, I thought I was doing good. No, you're doing good. Actually, like uh, I said, you probably shouldn't have got the other one right. Uh, this, yeah, this is kind of obscure. Step into the liquid, although it's actually rated as one of the top five surfing movies of all time. Okay, I'll have to check that out. All right, uh, this one's kind of. 
Dude, uh, I don't know, but I'm ready to see it. Right. Yeah. Right. No, those, those are always well, we'll cool. Give you a, um, not that I think this is going to. Yeah, okay. Well, that's Surf's Up. Surf's Up, yeah. 2007. Oh, okay. Animated film, obviously. That, that was 2007? <laughs> Apparently. According wow. To, uh, according to our research yeah. staff over there in huh. the control room. Apparently, uh, you were All still. Right, so, uh, uh, so this is not 2007. <clears throat> yeah. I keep forgetting there's a camera that I need to. Uh, that would be a tough one. Yeah, this is right. Gidget, 1959. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 I, th- I just thought that was a funny visual. Right. All the, the big group of surfers right there in the wave behind her. Yeah. All right. And you know, we uh, I think we're gonna leave it there. There's uh, some pretty difficult ones, but uh, we've got to we still have to do the Glass Coast Challenge, and we're down to three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't know. Instead of talk, instead, we can do the Galactic Coast we'll after, do that afterwards. after, yeah, we'll do a after the show. Live version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll actually, uh, and uh, I would like to get into still uh, kind of tear this little machine apart and uh, see if it's true love over here. This <laughs> this green machine over here that you have. So they come in all colors and sizes and shapes. Or? Yeah. So like I said, they have four different models, and then every one of those models has different colors. And so there's probably a, um, so by the color you know what model it is. Yeah. Usually, yeah, you can kind but of tell. But people are personalizing. But every every them, right? yeah. Oh, they're big time personalizing yeah. them. Um, but you know, every year they have different colors, so you can kind of tell by the color and the and the you know which year it is and stuff like that. But there's about 15 different color combinations between the different models. The race titanium only comes in black. Are the fins adjustable? They they are on the race and the race titanium. Okay, but on this they're molded in with the carbon fiber. There you can take them out, but they are in the same spots on each side of the board. You just put them on and take them off. The on the race board you can adjust them up and from the left and the right a little bit on each side. And the main wow. fin is slightly longer on the race board. So if I'm not mistaken, the carbon fiber is able to take a shock and remember where it goes and come back better than almost any material on earth right? I, I guess yeah it's just light and very strong this thing is, yeah this thing is light but it feels so strong yeah feels, no they're they're it very feels durable near indestructible is what it, what it feels I, i've like. seen boards that are four or five years old some of their first uh models you know and um they, they they're a little scratched up a little banged up like, but they're still on the water dude this is shined up like a fiberglass model and right, it's almost right, 3d yeah. looking yeah this yeah. looks like a fiberglass entity right here but this is all molded when you see the carbon fiber in person it really uh, it's very it, it looks impressive amazing. I know. Yeah. yes it is yes it is yes it is especially in this form right here this is <laughs> yeah this is up for speed i think i'm ready to go surf man absolutely I'm ready to go. yeah we got to get out Good get you Lord. out there man i bet i could last like 10 minutes on one of those <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd be surprised yeah you you can get uh gassed out after 10 20 minutes yeah yeah i would imagine so, yeah but like i said you know after uh you know it's super exciting though and it, it just makes you want to come back you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Uh, come back when you've got a little more energy or you know you've rested for a few days and then you start building your endurance and then you once you don't fall off as much it's so much easier it doesn't wear you out when you're not just fighting getting up and down trying to get up once you just stay on top you know, it's not near as uh, So you're renting one hard. of these things at $80 an hour. How soon before, if you're coming twice a week, you need to buy one of these things, right? Yeah, we're going to have some type of membership program for, you're for, coming for once guys a month, that, that ride you're often. The rental, but if you're coming three, four times a month, if like, you're riding I can this, see easily someone wanting to do one. If you're riding this thing five, ten times a month, you should definitely look into to purchasing one. Amen. And even with the, the the price of the purchase, I mean, it's still like the I mean, according to your market material, it's still the cheapest motorsport in the world. Yeah, compared to uh, you know boats and, and jet skis and, and yeah, stuff and like that. Yeah, yeah it's still going to be a uh, price lower than a lot of that stuff. You know, I mean, there's guys paying eighteen, twenty thousand dollars for some of these utility vehicles now. Those miniature trucks, yeah, the four wheelers. I mean, you know, so these things can get pricey. Um, yeah. Well, look, Jordan, we've really enjoyed having you here. And yeah. We really enjoy spreading the word of this new Thank watercraft you, yeah. right here. This jet surf is quite the amazing piece of machinery. Yeah. And thank- I can't wait to get on one of these. Thank really you. I'm, gl- I'm glad you guys had me on. Uh, now surfing glad- in Clear Lake. Yeah. Glad to tell you about surf it. Clear Lake, man. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we'll have to get you out there. And uh, But stay tuned. We're going to do the Galacticos Challenge with you. Once we're off the air, we'll do it on the Facebook Live, and we'll see uh, how you turn out on that, man. Okay, perfect. Good for having you, man. All right, thanks.